1848, Polish poet Julius Slovatsky wrote, Behold he comes, the Slavic Pope, the people's brother. He shall dispense love, health he shall bring. Love enkindle, and the world he will save. He wrote this in 1848. This, his poem, A Slavic Pope, sounds today as prophetic when measured against the life and work of Karol Wojtyła, the Pope from the East. Karol Wojtyła, who was virtually an unknown to the Roman crowds in St. Peter's Square on the day of his election as Supreme Pontiff. Karol Wojtyła, the poet, the actor, the romantic, the skier, hiker, and kayaker, the loner, the pious, the witness and scholar, Karol Wojtyła, pastor, bishop, professor, and mystic, Karol Wojtyła, the Pole, Cardinal Archbishop of Krakow, hailed in 1994 as Time Magazine's Man of the Year, Karol Wojtyła, the Holy Father, this man of obdurate steel, described by Vatican spokesman Joaquin Navarro Valls as a body pulled by a soul. Today, we remember the Slavic Pope. Hello, I'm Deacon Pedro, and you're listening to a special edition of the Salt and Light Hour that first aired on April 4th, 2009. Pope John Paul II, to my knowledge, is the only pope who has had songs written about him, and today we'll listen to some of those songs and hear from some of the artists who've written them. We'll hear from former Salt and Light Hour featured artists Janelle, Mark Mallard, and Father Stan Fortuna, and also from others like Aaron Berghaus. But we begin with a very first song I heard about John Paul II. He was still alive, and it was around the time of World Youth Day 2000. This came from an Australian group that calls itself Lifeboat 14. Hey, John Paul. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a road. We're on a road. You are the captain. You are the captain. You bear the load. You bear the load. I can dance because I saw you dance. And I can sing because I saw you sing. And I can run to the one who says Cause I saw you do it first Hey, John Paul We can finish the race for you Hey, John Paul We can carry the flame within Taught us how to love the mother how to love the sun You taught us how to carry the flame and run To the ends of the earth We're on a mission Hey, John Paul, 
That was the Australian group Lifeboat 14 with their tribute to John Paul II, Hey John Paul. Later on, we'll also hear from Janelle and Mark Mallet. You're listening to a special edition of the Salt and Light Hour. I'm Deacon Pedro. Check out our website at saltandlighttv.org slash radio. Hi, my name's Mark Mallet. My memory of John Paul II goes back a few years ago when I was invited to Rome to sing uh, for a concert to honor the Holy Father after he'd passed away. And I remember during the warm-ups feeling completely out of place. There was so much talent there. That I, just, I remember going for a walk outside and feeling I was totally out of place. And during that time I walked, when I was walking outside, I heard in my heart what I felt was the Holy Father saying to me, I want to, you to meet my friends. And so when I went back inside, all of a sudden um, I got to the stage and, and one of the producers pushed me up towards the front and there I was suddenly singing in front of all this thousand people and beside the papal nuncio and, um, and, and many of the friends who he had um, made over the years. The next morning I remember going to the tomb of John Paul II and just praying there. And when I looked up I realized I was praying beside one of the nuns who had actually served him food. Uh, later on that morning, I, I went outside into the St. Peter's Square, and I looked up and I recognized this young man standing there. And uh, I realized it was Pyotr Adamczyk, who was the uh, actor who played uh, Carol, a man who became Pope. And he recognized me from the concert the night before, and so we just embraced each other. And But then uh, um, about an hour later, uh, I went into the Papal Hall where there was a private audience with the Holy Father, Pope Benedict, and I was sitting right at the back, but all of a sudden, the priest who had organized the concert the night before saw me at the back, and he led me all the way to the front, to the third row. And as it turned out, that was those first three rows were the rows that were to meet the Holy Father, Cardinal Ratzinger, um, or Pope Benedict, I should say. 
uh, at the end of his meeting, or his talk that day. And after I'd met the Holy Father, um, kissed his ring, and uh, I gave him a, a song that I had written for Pope John Paul II, I turned around and there was Cardinal Stanislav, who um, was the cardinal who was Pope John Paul II's uh, secretary. And so here I'd met all these incredible friends of Pope John Paul II, and the great honor for me, of course, was presenting to Pope Benedict my song that I had written for Pope John Paul II, and it's called Song for Carol. Carol, Carol Wojtyła, how the world needs the way you showed us, and our hearts now see in the darkness a light to follow. In your life You gave us Jesus Jesus the way Light of the world And hope for our day Karo Karo How the world needs the truth you taught us and our hearts now drink of your words that flowed within you setting us free you gave us Jesus Jesus the truth salt of the earth love that we That was Mark Mallet with Song for Carol. I'm Sheridan, and you're listening to Salt and Light Radio. Pope John Paul II is perhaps most well-known for his World Youth Days. World Youth Day was always one of his favorite events. His love for young people was quite evident in 1979 at Madison Square Gardens when tens of thousands of teenagers were chanting, John Paul II, we love you. The Pope walks up to the microphone and shouts back, 
John Paul too. He loves you. Now, many of those young people have now grown up and become priests and religious themselves. And so, we now have a whole John Paul II generation of priests. And I'm very happy to welcome Father Thomas Rosica, CEO of Salt and Light Catholic Media Foundation and my boss, to Salt and Light Radio to speak to us about the legacy of John Paul II. Hello, Father Tom. Hi, Pedro. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Father, you had the chance to meet John Paul II uh, several times. Now, what, do, right. what, what do you remember most about him? What is the, the one thing that really sticks out from meeting him in person? You know, each time we get around the time of the anniversary, as we are right now, what stands out is the, the towering figure that he was, not just for Catholics and Christians, but for the whole world. One of the most striking things was his love for young people, right. and the way that he always made a place for young people in his life, in his ministry, as priest, as Carol Wojtyla, and then as bishop, and then as pope, as the Bishop of Rome. Right. Now, um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to date you, but you were a young man when uh, he was elected pope. Uh, were you already in the seminary, or not quite yet? I was in the university, in fact. It was 1978. I remember that October evening. I was driving home, second-year university in Rochester, New York, and the habemus papam, you know, so we sped home. Yes. We had just been through the previous month of all of that uncertainty after the death of Paul VI and right. then the election and death of John Paul I. And I remember being amazed watching this non-Italian come out on the balcony and hearing that booming voice, they called a man from a distant country. Uh-huh. And I, I, I was convinced at that moment something was changing with the whole picture. Something was changing with the way he spoke to the public, to the media. Uh, we had a young pope. So shortly after that, you did enter the seminary. How did his papacy influence your vocation and, and, and ultimately your priesthood? Well, he was really the pope of my whole formation. I do remember Pope Paul VI growing up in, in part of my university, but it was John Paul II and his teaching that really marked what we were studying, what we were doing, and I think it was his connection to the world, that the Church was not just serving itself, but it was serving the world. And he raised the bar in terms of bringing people's knowledge to big world issues. There was communism, which was one of the big threats that he was dealing with. Right. He dealt with the nuclear issues. The, the attempt on his life in 1981 really moved me. I was teaching at that point as a postulant in France. Okay. And I remember seeing it from that perspective and, and wondering, what on earth is happening here? This is a man of peace, and people tried to kill him. Uh-huh. And then how he pulled through all of that... He stood up to things he was not afraid. I think his voice, be not afraid, his, his words, don't be afraid, you know, stand up and take courage, were quite striking. Yeah. Um, just a note for anyone that might be joining the program at this, at this time. You're listening to Salt and Light Radio. Uh, I'm Pedro Guevara Man, and we're remembering Pope John Paul II with uh, Salt and Light CEO, Father Thomas Rosica. I'm glad you mentioned that phrase, be not afraid, Father Tom, because... Um, there are hundreds of other phrases that we remember him saying, lots of quotes, be not afraid, probably being the, the most well-known. What are some other things that you remember that, that he said, or what, what stands out for you most about his teachings? Well, one of the things that he developed was this whole phenomenon called World Youth Days, which, right. above and beyond the big rallies of gathering together millions of young people, it was a very big response to the solitude and loneliness that young people are living in many parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And he used those as a primary school of evangelization, of teaching, and as a bold witness to a world that often excludes God. And I think we still have a lot to learn in mining the depths of the World Youth Days, the catechetical method, 
the introduction of young people to the scriptures, the presence of the pastors of the church, the bishops at those events. Uh, that was one thing. Another thing for which he will be remembered, for which I'm very grateful to him, is his whole outreach to the Jewish people. Right. The image of him at the Western Wall and that historic visit in March 2000 will remain with me all of my years. Mm-hmm. I had lived in, in Jerusalem and knowing the significance of that holy place and seeing a pope go there and ask forgiveness, putting that letter in the wall and, and praying, uh, that was a very powerful symbol. Right. Let me just go back to World Youth Day, since, I mean, you're very, you're, you're very familiar with that event, as, as am I. And I think I heard this from you, Father Tom, that, that Pope John Paul II was, had been heard saying that World Youth Days was not so much to evangelize the youth, but to evangelize the bishops. What do you right. think he meant by that? <laughs> That's right. He often said it was for the evangelization and the conversion of young people and of their priests and their bishops. And I think it's a very, very valid point, you know, because it's difficult from the perspective of priest and bishop when you're dealing with administration with some of the heavy issues and difficulties, we lose that energy, that enthusiasm, that dynamism, we lose hope. Mm-hmm. And I think World Youth Days brought many priests back to their core. It certainly brought many bishops back to their fundamental role of teachers, teachers of the Word of God, yeah. through those catechesis moments. Uh, it was a brilliant exercise that John Paul II offered to people. He offered a model of how to be a pastor. Right, and it's certainly one of his his main legacies. Now, if you could find the one thing, what do you think is the legacy of this great pope? If, if you can find one, maybe two or three. John Paul II was a witness to Jesus Christ, and he was a witness to hope. All of his encyclicals, all of his letters, his homilies, his teaching, he gave witness to hope in a world where despair seemed to be gaining some strength and force. And he told people that they're not alone. He brought the Church on the road to the extremities of the earth. Mm -hmm. It was not just the Home Office on the Tiber, but he brought the Church into every possible situation through those 104 apostolic trips, those journeys to the various countries. And he helped us to understand what it means to be Catholic. It means to be universal in our perspective. Well, it's certainly a a happy time as we remember his work and his life. Father Tom, thank you so much for sharing your memories of John Paul II with us. Thanks, and God bless you all. Take care. Bye-bye. That was Brazilian priest Father Thomas Rosica, Chief Executive Officer of the Salt and Light Catholic Media Foundation. Hi, I'm Chris Dimitrenko, and you're listening to Salt and Light Radio. Hi there, I'm Janelle Reinhardt, and um, my fondest memory of John Paul II was in 2002 when I actually got to meet him. Um, I had the opportunity to sing the World These Day theme song at uh, the Vatican, and um, after the beautiful ceremony was ended, I actually got um, to meet Pope John Paul II. And so as I knelt before him and I kissed his hand, I looked up at him and I just started to cry and cry and cry, and he was so amazing. He just took my head into his hands, laid my head on his chest, and started stroking my hair going, shh, you know, I was like, crying, crying, crying. And um, the cardinal nearby was saying, yes, this is Janelle Reinhardt, and she'll be singing for you the theme song in Toronto. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, real good first impression. (laughs) But anyhow, of course, um, he didn't care. And so um, after I'd composed myself, I, I, uh, you know, pulled away, and, and he cradled my cheek in his hand, and I did the same with mine. And as we... Um, we're there looking at one another. I looked into his eyes, and I remember thinking, 
you know, gosh, he his eyes are so young, despite the fact that, you know, he's so old. Um, and yet he just he just drew me in with his eyes, and obviously that was Christ shining through him. And he didn't say a word, but as he was looking at me, it was as if he was speaking right into my soul and saying, I believe in you as a young person, and I entrust you with the mission of Jesus Christ. Go and be an example with your life. And that really really changed me, really struck me, and it made me persevere and be encouraged in my mission with his ministry and my singing career. Um, and so as I pulled away and, and uh, the, the garden nearby, like, Pat Miller sort of, like, move the lady time's up. <laughs> so I moved, and um, I just before I left, I whispered in his ear, Je t'aime, which means I love you in French, and uh, off I went. And then actually a friend of mine, Father Dennis, he came up to me after, and he's like, Janelle, what were you doing? And I was like, what? And he's like, oh, you had me so scared. I thought you were going to get black mascara all over the Pope's white garments. Um, but anyhow, uh, you know, Pope John Paul II was obviously a man of, of great integrity, great authenticity, Catholic Christian authenticity. And I think that's what, um, you know, kept him young, kept him, um, you know, really, really capable of communicating Christ to all ages. And so, for me, Pope John Paul II will always be one of my greatest heroes. And so, when he passed away, of course, the world mourned, and, and I mourned with them. And so, I wrote a song for him called Be Not Afraid, which I think really summed up his pontificate. Um, it was his inaugural words when he first became a pope, and, and it was something that he lived, not not being afraid of whatever the people think, not being afraid to obey Christ and and to do whatever it takes to spread the gospel. And so uh, here's my song called Be Not Afraid. Just an ordinary man Who said yes to a plan Of infinite, extraordinary drama of our times A priest he became and the world would change He stood up for truth amidst the lies Then unexpected came the name, a new hope He stepped forth and with power he proclaimed
That was Janelle with her song, Be Not Afraid. You're listening to a special edition of the Salt and Light Hour. I'm Deacon Pedro. Remember that you can listen to any of these interviews at any time by simply going to our website, saltandlighttv.org radio. And that's also where you can listen to uninterrupted music, Christian music like you've never heard before. Email us at radio at saltandlighttv.org. And remember, visit us on Facebook. I'm Deacon Pedro. Coming up, we still need to hear from singer-songwriter Aaron Berghaus. But first... It's no news to those who are familiar with Father Stan Fortuna that his inspiration has always been John Paul II. Father Stan is definitely one of those JP2 priests. He is also a Franciscan friar of the renewal and is mostly known for his rap and jazz music. I had the chance to speak with Father Stan shortly after John Paul's death. Here is that conversation from our Salt and Light archives. Hello, Father Stan. Pedro, how you doing, my brother? I'm, I'm all right. How are you? It's great to have you in the program. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Okay, so I don't think it's, it's any uh, surprise. Anybody that knows you knows uh, how, uh, how you, you claim that Pope John Paul II is your hero. You've been very inspired by him. So can you... This, absolutely. Absolutely. This can be a little harder. I'm going to see if you can focus in on one or two things about Pope John Paul II that are the, the things that have really inspired you. Well, just, just the man himself. I mean, it's his... his response to to God's call to him you know and and how just how huge his response was and uh, how consistent and how faithful like I mean right up until the end and it's just right. relentless he's, he's relentless man right. and he's so focused he's so focused that it just expanded him man to, to be so huge and so wide and and just so big in his in his love and in his capacity yeah. to suffer in love I mean it's just Unbelievable. Yeah. Right. Now, was he Pope when you entered the Franciscans? Yeah, like right around the time of my conversion, you know. Uh, so I his... entered the Capuchins, Capuchins in 1979, so it was like just right after he became Pope, and uh, and I was right on the threshold of entering when he became Pope. So I've been, I've been like, uh, he's been in the center of my scope, you know, since since his election, you know. Right, exactly. and, uh, so these 26 years of his pontificate has just, for me personally, been the preparation to really get me ready now to really go ahead with the real task of, of my vocation. He's, on the day he died, April 2nd, you know, 2005, I was in Krakow, and that was, right. that was like the, a birthing, a rebirthing of my vocation. And then yeah. I was just in Poland for the John Paul II day. They had a huge, massive concert I know, on, on yeah, the 16th. I know. Isn't that amazing that they have a day named after him? Absolutely. And the fact that I was there in Warsaw, Poland, you know, that was the redefining of, the, of my vocation. So, it's a, so I'm just getting started. Um, why do you think that he that people write songs about him 
What, what, what is that all about? Well, he's just, he's, his, his, whole, his whole person is just such a provocation of, of life, you know, uh, human yeah. life and divine life in, in so many different dimensions, and, uh, and it just provokes it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, let's talk about your song, The Great One. Yeah. What's, uh, and uh, we're, we're going to be listening it, to it while we're talking. Oh, but cool. it, it's, uh, did you, is this the song end up being what you envisioned? Uh, had you been thinking about writing a song for the book? Well, I've got time? like a couple, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm a sacred song too. Yeah. I got, I got Cell 91, which is like that's a, right, a little that's bit right. of a pier piercing into his whole election. And then uh, I got another one I've been working on that's going to come out on Sacred Song 3. That's called uh, KW yes. for Carol Votiva, you know? And yes. then, um, then when I was in World Youth Day, I was really missing him. And I came up with another one called I'm Loving You. And, uh, and then this one, I was in Poland after he died, and I called my friend uh, Bob Lesnewski, Righteous B, who's another Catholic rapper, and uh, right. he's been really kind of bugging me to do some kind of collaboration thing, and he's also Polish. So I said to him, I said, yo, man, God gave me this chorus, man, when I was in Krakow, so I, I emailed him the chorus. I said, start up on your verse, because when I get back, man, you're coming to New York, and we're going to do this thing. And uh, so I got the chorus while I was on a bus driving into Krakow. You know, I didn't say, oh, I'd like to write a song for the Pope. Right. You know, it's just, yeah. This is just something that just, like, exploded in my soul, you know, and of course, like, yeah, the great one, new inspiration, Poland's revelation, Catholic nation, Ave Maria, son, that's where he come from, spark for everyone, JP, the great one, you know, and um, it's just, uh, it's just the fact of, of how great that, that this guy uh, is, you know, and especially uh, how Jesus, uh, you know, just used him in a magnanimous way, you know. Yeah. Listen, we, we're, we're out of time, but it was great talking to you, and I know you're rushing off to the airport. Uh, so uh, thank you for talking to us. Looking forward uh, to hearing your new song about the Pope. All right, and, thanks. Uh, and keep us posted on when you're going to be around this area again, and we'll get you in the studio, okay? Beautiful, brother. Peace all right. and blessings to all you and to all everybody over there in the studio and everybody who's watching and listening. Thank you very much. Peace to you. Thanks, Pedro. Bless right. you, bro. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that was Father Stan Fortuna in a conversation that we had shortly after the death of John Paul II. Here now is Father Stan's song, The Great One. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Yeah, the great one, new inspiration, poet's revelation, Catholic nation, Ave Maria, son, that's where he come from, spark for everyone, J.P. the great one. Yeah, the great one, new inspiration, poet's revelation, Catholic nation, Ave Maria, son, that's where he come from, spark for everyone, J.P. the great one. Was it just fake that you can be so great in the midst of Nazi and Cold War hate debates with heads of states while hatred inflates then creates anthropological inmates with truth and love intimidates attempts at freedom that incriminates and legislates laws that exterminates world can't deal with enemies and then you go straight to embassies kings and presidents in your presence they sense new precedents priorities for minorities casting down superiorities one world one love in every place you be holding high the population and booming protecting defending the dignity and rights of all because they human you even said every single person without exception now we got rats in the b16 with the new papal election not accepting ideologies based on deception now that you're gone ain't no time for resting i'll be counting on your prayers and your blessings yeah, the great one, new inspiration, poet's revelation, Catholic nation, Ave Maria, son, that's where he come from, spark for everyone, J.P. the great one, yeah, the great one, new inspiration, poet's revelation, Catholic nation.
Shen and Ah, they Maria son, that's where he come from. Spark for everybody, JP the great one. Karaji, yo, young people be not afraid to grave. They make them tremble the truth that made a brave man enough to seek forgiveness. Papa also forgave. Nine millimeter bullets in the chest on that day in May. Credit given saying Ave, Ave and Maria Cause she was mama, he was Carol, won't tea a day Said he was zealous, he burned out in the day But Jay said like Flint, blazed the path for the faithful The cross was his way and he was never ungrateful He showed us how to suffer, find joy in the painful And then there came us, the object to every verb He spoke hope to the hurt when we was kicked to the curb Gave birth to the worth and saw the youth as the church The flock flourished in his courage cause he knew how to serve Now his legacy lives on, revolution has proved to prove Through the great Papa John Paul too. Yeah, the great one, new inspiration Poets, revelation, Catholic nation Ave Maria, son, that's where he come from Spark for everyone, JP, the great one Yeah, the great one, new inspiration Poets, revelation, Catholic nation Ave Maria, son, that's where he come from Spark for everyone, JP, the great one be not afraid to open wide the doors to Christ the redeemer of man Jesus Christ is the center of the universe and of history let us take our place at the school of the saints gazing upon Mary we come to know the transforming power present in the Eucharist in Jesus Christ God bends down over man to hold out a hand to him if the church holds back from culture the gospel itself falls silent yeah the great one new inspiration poets revelation Catholic nation Ave Maria son that's where he come from spark for everyone JP the great one yeah the great one new inspiration poets revelation Catholic nation Ave Maria son that's where he come from spark for everyone JP the great one the great one, new inspiration, poets, revelation, Catholic nation, Ave Maria, son, that's where he come from, spark for everyone, JP, the great one, yeah, the great one, new inspiration, poets, revelation, Catholic nation, Ave Maria, son, that's where he come from, spark for everyone, JP, the great one, you have confidence in Christ, JP, the great one. I'm Pedro Guevara Man, and that was Father Stan's song, co-written with Righteous B, The Great One. I'm Father Thomas Rosica, and you're listening to Salt and Light Radio. We want to leave you now with probably the most recognizable song about John Paul II by Aaron Berghaus. John Paul II, We Love You.
You're the Roman pontiff, you're the vicar of Christ. In the words that you speak to us and the letters you write, you bring hope to our lives. Holy Father, here we gather, John Paul II, we love you. Holy Father, here we gather, John Paul II, we love you. You're the shepherd of bishops, you're the voice of the church, and your holiness nourishes all across this earth. You bring hope to our lives. Holy Father, here we gather, John Paul II, we love you. Holy Father, here we gather, John Paul II, we love you. You're the valiant defender of a beautiful faith. You're the pilgrim leader of a world you take. You bring hope to our lives, Holy Father. Here we gather, John Paul II. That brings us to the end of our program. Remember to visit our website, saltandlighttv.org slash radio. Thank you for listening. I'm Deacon Pedro, and this has been a special edition of the Salt and Light Hour.